So, hi, thank you for listening to my podcast. Uh, this episode will be a little bit grim and totally unedited. The sound quality will probably suck. And um, yeah, I think the red line probably won't be there. But have a little bit of patience with me because sometimes I just want to show you the uncut version. So this is one of those episodes. Thank you very much for listening. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just set myself in the car and just drive 600 kilometers. I took took for a drive, you know, just to get away from I don't know what I'm going to get away from. I think everything is in my head anyway. <sighs> what a fucking mess. So I drove to Stockholm. It's the capital of Sweden. I used to spend a lot of time there like eight years ago. I thought that maybe if I ran into someone, I would get a glimpse of what that person how that person see me like if there if there's something left from the old me ever since I got out of prison I can't really find my way back you know to that happy person that I actually used to be I mean I wasn't always happy but I wasn't like so angry all the time that I am now. So my idea was that I would meet up a friend that was one of my best friends. We argued a lot eight years ago and then we like cut the connection. It was from both both ends so I called him up and said hey I'm in Stockholm I lied and told him that I was visiting some friends but he sounded a little bit concerned like almost that he know that something is not as it should be yeah this is whole new kind of adventure thank you for listening to my story by the way so I remember <clears throat> myself as this <laughs> 19, 19 year old kid who um, I had my first like serious relationship and I don't know serious yeah well it was serious and we were planning you know go to Stockholm go to a real gay bar and I remember you know packing the car full of friends driving for hours listening to music laughing looking forward to to go to that place where where you're welcome and you can be whoever you want to be and <laughs> where you could 
sit and hold hands or kiss your boyfriend and it was so much fun and we had talked about it for weeks and uh, I remember like listening to music when when you know when you enter Stockholm you drive past the islands and all the lights from all the big houses and it was like a dream it was like really having that feeling to like come home you know like coming home because you know that there's a place where you're more accepted and not like the little town you're from so I remember all my friends are going in and when it's my turn to enter, the doorman stops me and says, well, I don't know about you. I'm like, oh, hi, no, I'm, I showed him my ID. And he's like, yeah, but I don't think you're gay. And I remember the feeling that this was supposed to be home. It's supposed to be a club for me. But as the only black person in the line, I was singled out. And everybody else could go in. And the... Fuck. Oh fuck, I remember how much this fucking hurts. I remember how he like looked at me and said you have to prove that you're gay and I was like how do you prove that you're gay he's like oh well I guess you can't and that was I think the first encounter that home is not the same thing for all of my brothers and sisters in the queer community. They're not always welcome under the flag. So I um I reached the house of my friend and I just sat in the car thinking, what am I doing? Is this like, what, you, what, what, what am I expecting from this? And I think I told myself that I wanted to apologize for me being an asshole, me saying all those really, really mean stuff some kind of redemption, perhaps, some kind of forgiveness. And my friend, he's a very wise man, so I had to prepare myself that he would try to talk me out of it. And I think you might understand what he was trying to talk me out of. 
because I got this plan, you know, this plan of making a little bit things right before, like, I leave the city. And, you know, you have to, you have to clean up after yourself. I think as a young, very impulsive person, I think that's not always been something that I've thought about, but I do know how much, how much this bumps when we bump into each other as humans mean and the effect they have on on ourselves and who we become so I was sitting in the car and he opened the door and he waved at me and I walked in he showed me his house I'd never been there before We were talking and I think it was eight years ago since we last met. And he asked me why, why am I at his house in the middle of the night, so far away from where I am. And I told him that there were certain things that I wanted to apologize for. And he said that I didn't have to apologize for anything, but I really wanted to, so he said that it's water under the bridge. And I asked him if he he had thought about those things. And he said of course he had, but mostly he he like had wished for me that I have had a happy life and um, that there was just good things that have happened. And I had to tell him about the police and prison and the breakups and the loss of friends. How some people took something from me that I really can't get back. And that I really can't find a way out from this darkness, this this evil that's consuming me, that is eating me that is filling me with so much hate and rage and I think that he he handled it in a very good way and I think that I was a little bit afraid of it but he offered a hand a hand that I didn't take because I just don't trust people anymore. And the last thing I want to do is to hurt him again or to hurt myself. 
again to believe in that someone who is actually going to help you then changes his mind because that is something that emotionally costs too much for me to handle. But he kept sending me text messages and I tried to tell him that I only wanted to to apologize and not to have a connection. But he said probably something that a little bit scares me that he said like, well, the shit that you told me, how can I just walk away? And I think it scares me because that's what all my friends did. They just walked away. When stuff got too real, when stuff got too bad, they couldn't handle it. And now I'm stuck in between. If I think that I should take this hand Or that it will be like another hole of pain that I will just fall into. I do miss the city though. The lights. Here back home. The darkness is so, so consuming. There's something, something strange in this country (laughs) this time of year. Yeah, this probably have been a roller coaster, but this whole episode is like totally non-edited at all. I just, I just wanted to catch what's happening like in the moment. Story-wise and everything, it probably is so weird. But maybe you're starting to get a hint of how my life is. Because that's, that's what this is about. This is about leaving a lost witness over how a person that didn't matter at all lived, you know? I just don't want to live this life without telling this story. So I'm so fucking grateful for you to listen to this. And, you know, there are actually in the Anchor app, you can easily record a question if there's anything you want to know you can DM me or whatever I will keep it coming